Hello and welcome to Vol Club Confidential by Aspire Media Group, a brand new digital series here from Volunteer Club headquarters on Bearden Hill. I'm your host, Austin Price of VolQuest.com. What an exciting time on Rocky Top. Tennessee 8-1, number 5 in the college football playoff rankings. Tough loss last week to Georgia, but Tennessee will look to rebound this week, get back up on the saddle, and ride against Missouri. That game coming up on Saturday at noon. Last week's first episode with Josiah Jordan-James and Cedric Tillman got rave reviews on our YouTube channel with Spire. It was phenomenal. Both kids were outstanding, and we hope to really bring it home tonight with a great guest, that being Jalen Hyatt for tonight's show. But before we bring Jalen on and before we talk, you know, kind of in depth about his record breaking season, we're gonna bring in Spire CEO James Clausen. James, big week for you all this past week. Danny White endorses both you and the Booster Club. Um, I know that's something you all been wanting for a while. How, how big was that to kind of have the backing of the athletic department? Yeah, well, Austin's good to be back for week two here. Um, but yeah, obviously a big week for us at Spire. Um, you, the athletic department officially endorses us and the Lady Ball Booster Club, who we have a great relationship with and think they do a great job. And so I think this just allows us to, you know, have more comfortability with, with our donors. And, you know, now we can go out and really, you know, attack this. And, you know, you know it shows the importance of this from, you know, hearing it from, from Tennessee. So we're really excited. You go back a, a, a last week. You, you you know got the the French's mustard deal with with Hendon Hooker. Yeah. Um. How big is that? And how much you know have you seen kind of businesses? Uh, you know whether it be at the national level or locally, reach out uh, through Tennessee success this fall. Yeah. So obviously the French's deal was huge for us. It's a national deal. It's a big brand. Um. You know Hendon did AT and T in the last month as well. And and we knew. As Tennessee had more success, that would attract more national brands, and that was really the goal. And you know, if you look at if you look at Alabama, you look at Georgia, and, and they actually had a lot of success the past couple of years, and their players have been able to get those national deals, and that was kind of the next step for us. And I think it shows that Tennessee's back in the national spotlight, and so when you attract those brands, you know, it shows that the people are watching. I mean, we think we saw 13.1 million watch the yeah. Georgia game last week, even though it wasn't the result we wanted, but. Tennessee is a marquee brand, and, and I think you're seeing that in the NIL world. Final home game this weekend, uh, final Spire tailgate for the football season, at least before the bowl game, um, you know, at home. What, what, what has that been like for you all as a company to kind of see the reaction, to see the fans kind of pile in, those, those, those volunteer club members, and, and, and kind of just enjoy getting to be around, you know, baseball players basketball players obviously football can't be there because they're playing but you know all the athletes on campus yeah it's been exciting to you know pair fans with athletes and so for really the first time ever you know you've had an opportunity to come out and and, and meet you know the, the starting five for basketball or your favorite baseball player and so um you know again it's been a learning learning curve for us we're we're learning every day with this but it's been exciting to see the fans being able to interact with the with the players and you know i think our, our members have had a great time and um, you know, we're excited to, to wrap this up on Saturday, but, you know, already looking ahead to 2023. Yep. You got watch parties for basketball coming up. That'll be the porch for baseball. Yeah. A lot. To, it's not the end of, of the athletic season at Tennessee. Kind of things just getting going. James, we appreciate you. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, Austin. Let's welcome in the man of the hour, that being Tennessee wide receiver Jalen Hyatt. Jalen, my man, welcome to Ball Club yes, Confidential. Yes, All right. First things first, you see it on social media. They 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 call you him. 
What does it mean to be called him? That guy. That's what it means. That guy. Um, I don't call myself him at all. But um, you know, other people say you know it's a it's a good thing. That's the that's the best thing about it. But uh, definitely means you're you're the guy. When you look back at that Alabama game, and you know. I think I asked you after the game. Like I don't think in your wildest dreams you can ever imagine scoring five in one game. Have you have you taken time to reflect on it, or is the game is the season going by so fast where you don't really think back to it? The crazy thing is, is like you know after one of those games, you know we come back on Monday and we just totally reset and we're on to the next game. So I never had a chance to actually reflect and you know look back and see whatever you know what happened and what I did or this or that. But um, you know especially. In, how we and being in the SEC, I mean, every game's a big game, so we just try to move on. And so I, I never had the chance to even reflect and you know look back on you know what happened that game. So when you you look to, towards Saturday, you play Missouri. You're coming off your first loss of the year. Um, what's the energy been like this week in practice? Just, I mean, everybody's disappointed, you know, just coming in at first. But I think it made us even hungrier, you know. And um, not only that, just the mistakes that we made in the game, you know, it's just self, it's self mistakes. Like we know what we have to do, and uh, we didn't, we didn't do it against Georgia. But um, I felt like it will, it's making us hungrier. And not only that, today's practice, everybody was juiced up. Everybody had energy. I, you know, I just feel like we, do, we don't want to feel that feeling again, you know. So we, we're on to Missouri, and we're ready to go. Highest of highs, and then, of course, Saturday can be the lowest of lows. Uh, how, how do you all stay so even kill? Like, it, it feels like – I don't know if it's you, but, like, I think, like, the, the other guys, whether it be Hendon, um, you know, and some of those you know, some of those other leaders on the team, they are kind of steady, Eddie. I think you maybe ride the wave a little bit just because you are so transparent. I mean, you came yeah. in there and met with the media, and you're like, mm-hmm. that was loud, you know, yeah. whereas Hendon's like, ah, yeah, no big deal. I yeah. mean, like, you know, you're a little more wear your emotions on your sleeve kind of guy. Yeah, no, I am. You know, I like to, you know, voice what I think what happened in the game. And, you know, with Georgia, I, you know, I, I, when you have nine or eight false starts, you know, it's just when you're behind the sticks against a team like that with a defense, you know, at their caliber, I mean, it's hard. You know, it's hard. And um, they got us off the field plenty of times. And our defense made plays for us. You know, we have to execute on offense and, you know, have better drives, you know, going against them. And But the best thing about it, we have another opportunity, you know, to play Missouri. And uh, we just have to do what we have to do um, and just win out and, you know, let everything else play itself. It's been kind of well chronicled all off season how much you looked at Ed Bayless Jones as a mentor and and how much he helped you kind of keep your head in the game last year when you know you, you're maybe your head wasn't in the game. Are you now Bayless? Are you now that role for a guy like Jimmy Callaway or some of those younger receivers that maybe think I should be playing, but you know why am I not playing? And, and you're kind of an example for them. Yeah, you know Bayless when he was here, he led the way. You know, just for me um, personally, just him being a leader in that receiver room, um, and just not only that, just him playing the slot and me just watching him on the sideline, watching him on film. You know how he gets open. You know he's a you know a different. He's a totally complete like completely different player to me. Um, you know he's more of a balling hand guy. You know giving giving the ball. He's a bowling him. ball. Oh yeah, yeah. You know Yards hard, hard to, yeah hard to get to the ground, and I'm more of a finesse you know type of guy and but you know I, what I learned so far with this year you know it's just you know when we have young guys like Squirrel and uh, you know Callaway um, I try to lead the way as far as how Bailey's led me um, and I try to do a little differently sometimes but um, you know they're they're listening to the feedback and you know I'm glad what we're doing with our young guys you go back to the bowl game last year was it a two-point conversion or a touchdown that you caught uh, I think it was a it was a touchdown it was a touchdown Tough catch. Yeah. You could kind of feel like 
there was a release emotionally for you mm. um, then. Yeah. Was that the kickoff of all this? Was that catch the Because I, I, I asked Cedric last week about the diving catch against Texas A&M at the end of 2020. Yep, I remember. And he said that was the kickoff for him. Yeah. Was yeah. that the kickoff for you? You know, that whole, um, you know, when we had that ball game and just the preparation for it, you know, when we were uh, doing um, – uh, game plan for Purdue at that time um I took it seriously you know uh, because I knew this was the last game I knew that you know we're going to have some guys lead this year uh, last year and you know I knew I had to step up you know for a big role and uh I wanted to be that game you know and whenever they called my number you know whenever Bayless was tired or you know whatever happens I wanted to, I wanted to step up that game and uh I, I'll say that that was definitely the the kickoff point for me you know moving on to the next season so definitely so you hear that a lot. I mean, just because it's the end of a, uh, end of a season, just because it's a, you know a, a meaningless game for some, mm-hmm. it's a meaningful game or play or or some of plays for others. Um, for you, you go into the off season. We've you know chronicled your weight gain. I mean, mm-hmm. you didn't have those arms a couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> they were pixie. They were pixie sticks. Yeah, they were. Um, they were. <laughs> how proud are you of that? As proud of that as anything else? I mean, I you know for me, it's so hard for me to gain weight. You know that was really the biggest um things I had to you know improve on for next year for this year and um it was hard for me you know and but I knew I knew what I had to do and I you know I can't just eat three times a day you know I had I knew I had to eat more than the regular person just because of how much I'm burning calories you know how much I'm running working out I knew I had to change things and you know out of all the improvement that I felt like I have made this season I think the biggest jump for me was my weight um, it just made me play more confident, um, and only that just you know helps with contested catches as well. Eating more than three times a day. What are you eating? Give me, give me <laughs> for a guy like you. I mean, the lineman, it's easy, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. but for you, yeah. w- what are you trying to put away on a given day? You about as far as calories. I'm talking about from the moment you wake up to the moment you lay your head down on the yeah. pillow. What are um, you eating? Well, you know, for the routine that I had in the off season was, you know, you wake up. Uh, obviously breakfast I had two pancakes um, uh, I think I had three eggs uh, you know bacon and then during that period when you know right before lunch let's say we had you know wait uh, the, let's say we had a lift uh, in the morning after that I would get two protein shakes in and two PB&J's just for just that little bit of time and then eat lunch and then during that break before dinner I'll do the same thing two protein shakes two PB&J's and not only that you have to have water you know in between because I was on creatine so if you don't drink water you know you're just gonna you know it's it's bad you know if you don't drink water with creatine trust me i've been through it um you're just gonna cramp up like your whole body so gotta drink water and then not only that you know right before i go to sleep two water bottles right before i go to sleep so it was uh for me it was more just consistency you know making sure you're consistent with your eating habits so i think that was the biggest thing i had to learn i still got that great peanut butter over there in the Mm -hmm. nutrition oh yeah definitely that's the best it's the best crunchy or creamy what do you like creamy can't do crunchy yeah, creamy though i'm with you yeah i can't do crunchy either makes the you know just for the mix of the the jelly and the peanut butter i mean you can't go crunchy you gotta go smooth your dad's somebody that you know vol fans know so much from twitter and, and, and you know dating back to your recruitment what's that relationship mean to you with my father yeah oh man you know he <clears throat> taught me a lot of things you know just being just living in this house um you know he always stayed on me you know and uh, I did all not all sports, but I did basketball, football, and track just constantly you know, every year. Um, and you know, I thank him for just you know 
allowing me to play at a young age, uh, football and basketball, and uh, him just staying on me, you know, just throughout when I was living in the house, just, you know, it just shows, you know, the character from him, and, you know, I'm blessed to, for him to be my father. What are you most proud of from your time here? Um, I'll say just, you know, it was a lot of things that happened here, you know, at the University of Tennessee, you know, with coaching changes. And I've never been a part of a coaching change in high school. You know, my high school, we won. I won every state championship so every won four year. Straight years. Four straight years. Tom Knotts, you legend. Know, and I get here, and first year it was hard for us, you know, three and, what was it, three and seven, three yeah. and eight. And um, had a coaching change, and Coach Hype is here, and, you know, I had a, you know, not a not a sophomore year I wanted to have. I mean, it was hard for me at first, and um, but you know, at the same time, it's a blessing just how everything played out. You know, for me, just looking back at it, and um, just what Coach Hype has done, the program that he has changed, and the people that he's brought, and just how the fans, how happy they are, just seeing how Vol Nation is. I think that's probably the big the biggest things I'm most proud of. You know, just being here. What's something most people don't know about you? Like common person, mm-hmm. even your common friends. Yeah. You know, is there is is there something that most people don't know about you? Oh, man. Um <laughs> uh I don't I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. I mean, you know, I don't do anything crazy or nothing. No, but, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I just you know, I mean I mean most people know that, you know, I love Christmas. My yeah, tree, my, okay. my wife puts the tree up. Last uh-huh. year it was during the when y'all were playing at Alabama, mm. which is in October. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I love Disney. Okay. I love golf. Okay. You know, Ooh, well, golf. Well, do, I never do, even played golf in my life. Do you it's have any? Bad. Do you have any extracurriculars that you you know? My dad was a big. Uh, he was a big fisherman. Um, you know, at Lake Murray, there was some times I used to go with him and fish. I hated it actually because you know with fishing you had to be patient, and I wasn't catching anything. You know, there was, I wasn't getting any bites, so I hated it. But you know, my dad enjoyed it. You know, he could stay out there all day if he had to. You know, and but I couldn't do it, so I went maybe three or four times with him, and I think just with those three or four times i probably caught two fish and it, that's bad you know so i stopped going so you're not patient what you're telling me yeah not with fishing are you patient with anything um <laughs> uh sometimes it just matters what it is rushes which is a little fast food place there off of the mollies in columbia mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that your jam i used to go there after every uh friday night game with my family so we used to eat there that was the only time i used to go i didn't go you know during any weekday just friday so that was so that was the tradition yeah it was a family tradition you know we made it one what'd you get a burger always burger and fries burger and fries yeah well it's a tradition for me as well anytime you go through (laughs) columbia uh the mall exit there in columbia um for you i know the ultimate goal is nfl whether that happens you know in april or a year from April, mm-hmm. how much are you kind of soaking up this 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 season? I mean, you're sitting here at eight and one, yeah. this magical run. However, it ends, whether it's in the playoff or a New Year's Six. Mm-hmm. If you guys take your business the last three, you're going to be in a top end bowl game. Yeah. How, how much do you kind of just soak all that in? I don't soak any any of it at all just for right now i mean once you start looking back and you know you start seeing what you did that's when you start making mistakes that's when you stop being hungry that's when you stop working as hard as you you know supposed to work and i learned that with my sophomore year so i i keep my head down i don't even look at all the outside noise uh with you know with anything you know because we're not done yet i mean we still have a whole whole another month left of football and you know with how college football is man anything can happen you know i think that's one thing we learned and we have a team where we know where we want to go and the common goal is still the common goal you know regardless of the loss with georgia we we know what we can do um offensively and 
uh, and we know what what step we can take to uh, just make sure just make our team better. And you know, with Georgia, I, I I just felt like we you know on offense we just we weren't playing our game, um, and we we got to come back with Missouri, and you know we have to do what we have to do. I don't count kneeling because I think you, you take for granted where you play, or, or you, you don't think about it. Um, best road place for you to go play I mean, that you've been to to this point? Well, um, I'll say LSU because we got them quiet real quick. Uh, at first, they were they were loud, you know, Baton Rouge. That was my first time being in Baton Rouge. So, and, you know, the stadium was actually bigger than I thought. Um, but just hearing, you know, just not hearing anything from LSU and just the only thing you're hearing is just Vol Nation. I thought that was probably the best moment I had being in the way game. So just seeing our crowd take over, just like take over a stadium, you know, that was that was crazy to me. All right, so Jalen's got the best hair on the team. Um, <laughs> I was requested to ask this. What kind of product do you use? See, I, um, I, I, I actually forgot what it's called, and I apologize for that. I, I keep forgetting what it's called. You know, when my girl comes over, she, she's the one that washes my hair. I don't wash my hair. Um, so she knows all the names to it and all the steps to it, but I don't wash my own hair. Man, that must be nice. Yeah. Yeah, I can get my wife to do that. Yeah. Am I allowed to say, say that all that? Okay. You're good. All right. It's all good. All right, perfect. <laughs> So, <laughs> favorite route to run? Ooh, favorite route to run. I I actually say a slant because you know with a slant, if you if it's the right coverage or if they take the wrong angle, like the Akron game. Oh, it's gone. You know, it's you turn it to attract me at that point. And um, you know, the go balls to me, those are easy. You know, digs, those are easy. Um, but the slants, those are the ones where you can take it. You can take it. 98 yard touchdown you know to the crib just based off just catching the ball three yards and just run you know I, I love those plays you had five touchdowns against Alabama favorite one my favorite one um I'll have to say uh my favorite one out of all those were the I ran a corner go um we were at the I want to say the 30 yard line going in and I had a corner I had a corner uh, go on number two um, and we had the perfect uh, perfect scheme for it uh, they went man and I seen where his leverage was at I, you know I knew it was touchdown and I think Hook knew it too just based off coverage we, we had him we had him when you guys are clicking and you've got you and Brew and, and Cedric and NML too like is, is there kind of a Look at me, look at me. I mean, like you know what I mean. I'm not saying like you're you're me first, but like yeah. how many times have y'all walk back to the huddle and go, "I was open, I was open." I mean, uh, receivers are receivers, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, is everybody know, always open? Yeah, you know, every receiver is going to be selfish. You know, everybody wants the ball, um, but you know that's the beauty of our offense. I think anybody, you know, with our offense, any game, anybody can have a big one. You know, just just how our offense works, and we have the right guys for it. You know, I I think we have four elite four elite receivers in that room, and um, just seeing what they have done, you know, seeing how Ramel has stepped up with Seth being out and having Seth back um, and just having Brew and what he has done, man, I'm just proud of this receiver room, just how we took that next step. And for us to go where we want to go, we have to take another step and be more elite. Everybody sees him on Saturdays. They see the touchdowns. They see all that stuff. But during the week, you're just a student. Mm -hmm. You're going to class. Yep. You're, you're out there amongst a bunch of other 18- to 22-year-olds. Yep. What's this – run been like as a student to go mm -hmm. to class and to have your fellow classmates be sitting there talking to you congratulating mm -hmm. you 
picking your brain, doing math homework together, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's it's fun at first. Um, but, I mean, you know, there's one time I went to class. Uh, this is after the Bama game. I went to class, and they canceled class the time I got there. Um, you know, they time I got in the, time I got in the room, they said, you know, my teacher was like, oh, you, you know, you scored five touchdowns, and I think the class should – you know, take the day off today, and we all left, and everybody thanked me for that. I, I never have had that happen to me ever in my life. Um, but we got the day off on that day, so hey, it's always a good day to have a day off in, in class. So you know, now the goal is to catch five more touchdowns yeah, every week. That's the goal. Yep. The academic side, mm-hmm. you have the Thornton Center. Yeah. Um, is that something you enjoy? I'm not saying. I you know I I only go there once a week. Um, it's only for 30 minutes on Wednesday, so I enjoy it. But I mean, I, I don't mean the Thornton Center is something you enjoy. I mean, like just like the academic side. Do you like going to class? I mean, oh yeah, look, yeah, man, yeah. not everybody likes going to class. Yeah. There were classes in yeah. college that I was mm-hmm. like, ugh, uh, do I have to yeah. really go to this? Mm-hmm. You know, I, my days to <clears throat> Tuesdays and Thursdays. So today, it was <clears throat> it's hard on me because I have two hour and thirty minute classes. So it's just because I have to do that, and after that, you know, I have meetings, um, and then that's when I'm done. So you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays is always my, you know, one of my longest days. But you know, I actually enjoy going to class. You know, it's not bad for me. I I, lo- I love it. Kelsey Pope mm-hmm. um, uh, seems like just resonates with the receiver room. Yeah. Um, what is what is that like, and and why do you feel like that he is able to kind of connect with you guys? I think because uh, he keeps it real. Um, he's not going to lie to you in your face. He's going to tell you the truth. Um, another reason is because he played receiver before, so I think he automatically has that connection just being a receiver, you know, when he played. Um, and not only that, it's just his connection with our guys. I mean, everybody in that room loves him. You know, it's not one person that dislikes him because he's going to keep it real with you. You know, he's going to tell you if you if you did this or that, or he's going to tell you, you know, what you did wrong. And sometimes that's what you need in a coach. You need, you need the truth. And you know, he tells us the truth and tells us what we need to work on, you know, for us to better personally, better our games. And I think that's why we have so much respect for him in that room. All right, so everybody's talked about Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, mm-hmm. came in, brought his daughter in on the visit, mm-hmm. you know, for, for her college. And he's obviously connected well with you. How neat is that? Because, I mean, I, I know that's the goal is to get to that point where you become, you know, that NFL player. Yeah. But to have somebody that's well-respected out there, you know, reach out and, mm-hmm. and show admiration for your game, how big was that? Yeah, it was very big. I mean, <clears throat> it really just started right after the LSU game. You know, I I didn't know he was coming to that game. Um, you know, we didn't know anything about him, you know, attending that game. So, we're, you know, I'm training like a regular game, you know, as far as what we do. And I get on my phone after the game and I see that he shouted me out. And, you know, at first I'm thinking it's a joke because, you know, this is a legend. You know, this is all pro legend that we're talking about. And I see my name and, you know, one of his mentions. And I'm like, there's no way he's talking about me. You know, there's no way. And it kept building on, you know, throughout until, you know, we played Bama and just kept going. And he came to that game. And it, it was just – it was crazy, you know, just having um, – you know, somebody like his caliber, you know, talk talk so well about, you know, somebody and just what he has done just in the league. And so for him to say something uh, just about me, man, it was just – it was a dream come true. Let me we'll call you Onse. Yeah, Onse. Onse. I like that. Favorite NFL team? The Saints. Why? You know, we have a lot of VFLs there. Um, Coach Burns is there. Um, and not only that, I've been a Saints fan before any of that. So, Saints fan. Favorite NBA team? Celtics, Boston Celtics, my whole life. Was it hard growing up in in South Carolina where there are no pro teams? Yeah, it's it sucks. It's it's actually bad because I believe we should have a team. You know, we should have a 
NFL or NBA team in South Carolina, and we don't we don't have anything at all. It is it's disappointing. You go back to South Carolina next week. Mm-hmm. You score a lot of touchdowns in that uh, in that stadium. Yep. How much yep. do you look forward to that? Oh man, I love I love going to Williams Bryce um, Stadium. I love. It's, I'm glad. I'm actually. I'm glad it's a night game because I want our guys to experience it because, you know, I attended some games just being just being a fan of, you know, Carolina. Um, so I can't wait for our guys to experience uh, Williams-Bryce uh, Stadium. And not only that, man, I just, you know, South Carolina is always a revenge game for me, so I love going against them. You, along with Hendon, are one of two guys that have scored in every combination of uniform to this point. Mm. What's your favorite combination? Oh, all black. Uh, you know, I, I was going to say Smokey Grays, but, man, when we put them all blacks on, it was different. Different this year with the black helmet? Yes. With the black. you got to be the black helmet. Would you like for them to occasionally keep that other helmet, though, in play with the different decal, different yeah, face mask? Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think we need a – you know, I think this year was more of a, you know, let's see where we can take it. But, um, you know, we can definitely do way more, way more as far as uniforms and different Art. combinations. When you look at, at this team – best part about this team's what adversity why we have a lot of guys that have been through adversity defensively um offensively and i think that's why we have a strong connection as far as getting better as far as getting to our common goal so adversity on this team is why i feel like we we push so hard and why our coaches push so hard as well favorite chief mill in knoxville is what my favorite yeah favorite cheat meal like if you if you can just go have uh, one meal where would it be sylvia's it's, it's right on campus. Um, I get five beef hard tacos, and I get uh, beans and rice for carbohydrates, and just for the weight, you know, you need them. You need the carbs. So, I did my research as far as you know what to eat as far as how to gain weight. So, those are the, those are the dreams you had when we did your commitment video at mm-hmm. Neyland, yeah. and the dreams you have now. Two yeah. different things. Same dream, you know. Same goal. You know, we I want to play at the next level, um, and I think I'm starting to see what it you know what it takes to get there. Um, and when I was with you um, my senior year, you know, doing that video, just you know, I actually want to thank you for that. I don't think I ever thanked you for doing that, man. I appreciate that. That was a long, long time ago, but yeah, we were the only ones in there That's in that right. stadium. So it just shows how much he cares about Ball Nation. But um, same goals, same goals. Louis Vuitton cleats when you get to the next level yes, for pregame, definitely. Definitely, definitely, for sure. I can totally see this. Yes, for sure. What advice would you give that seventeen-year-old kid? Not only, like, mm-hmm. I asked him last week, your your younger self, but I think mm-hmm. more specific that seventeen-year-old kid that came in here. Yeah. What advice would you would you give him now at what twenty-one? You twenty-one? Yeah, twenty-one. Yet? Twenty-one now. Um, keep going. Keep pushing. Patience. I'll say patience is the biggest one. Um, but as far as just keep going. I think that's the biggest thing because I felt like my sophomore year I kind of gave up, you know, just lost hope. You know, felt like I wasn't good enough or felt like, you know, things weren't going right and getting hurt and, you know, coming back, not playing as much snaps as you want to play. You know, it's it's hard, especially for a competitor. You know, you want to be out there with your guys. You want to be out there with, you know, your family. And it just, you know, sucks when you're not. And I took that personally for the off season and, I, you know, I grinded harder than I ever did, you know, for off season, And, you know, I'm glad of the results so far, but we have to keep going. We're not done yet. Well, when a lot of kids would jump in the transfer portal, 
This kid didn't. He just kind of went to work. 15,000 balls on the jug machines this offseason. He continues to catch them, continues to make big plays. He's setting at 14 touchdowns on the season, which is a single-season record. That's still got three games plus any potential postseason games left for this guy to add to it. You got to put it out of reach for nobody can get to it. Yeah, I know. I know. I have to do it because, you know, I'm Marcus kinda, Nash's I, record lasted yeah, from 97 yeah, till now. Yeah. 25 yeah, years. I know. And, you know, it, it's kind of scary because just the offense, how, how Coach Hype is, you know, any, you know, especially our young guys. I'm kind of nervous about Squirrel. I think he might break it. You know, I told him, I remember telling him once I broke it, I said, man, now you have to come chase it, you know, when I'm done. And, um, hopefully he doesn't, but you know, if he does, that's that's what I want from him. And but I got to make sure it's hard for him. You know, I don't want to make it easy for him. So I, you know, I'm gonna try to get a little more touchdowns, so to make it a little more of a reach. But you know, I'm I think Squirrel can get it when he has a chance. Twenty five years from now, maybe I'll be interviewing yeah. the guy that breaks your record. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you're not. Yeah, me too. Hopefully I'm <laughs> retired by then. Hopefully I'm retired by then. Whenever that happens. Well, Jalen, man, we appreciate you. I appreciate you. it. Yes, sir. Ball Club yes, sir. Confidential, episode two in the books. Jalen Hyatt, next week we got another big show. Stay tuned to those Ball Club channels to learn out, find out who is going to be on the show next week. <laughs>